And good morning and welcome to Visa Capital's five minute morning minor. It's Thursday, the 8th of July, and the country is celebrating its defeat of Denmark last night. What do you think, Paul? Did you watch it? I did watch it, yes. Uh, and I just say, have to say that I thought Denmark uh, would be felt a little done by on that penalty that uh, uh, Kane uh, received uh, for that penalty kick. Well, I didn't know Americans had such knowledge on what they call soccer. <laughs> anyway, talking of knowledge, let's move our knowledge over to the, the mining industry. And why don't we start with our favourite camel, uh, Central Asian Metals, which had uh, H2 operational update today. Yes, that's right. It's the production statement out for the first half for Central Asia Metals, the aim quoted base metal producer in uh, Macedonia and Kazakhstan. They have cash in the bank at the 30th of June of $54 million, paid down $19 million worth of debt, uh, leaving a balance of just $61 million. The deputy chairman, Nigel Hurst-Brown, is going to retire from the board on the 31st of July. The uh, actual production uh, came in at uh, 11,292 tons of zinc concentrate, 6,200 tons of copper cathode, and 13,800 tons of uh, lead concentrate. This is uh, fairly close to the lower end of uh, guidance that uh, we uh, had put out uh, as VSA analyst uh, numbers, but because of the much better prices that we have comparative-wise year-on-year, we think it's a pretty stable statement that they've put out here and expecting some relatively good numbers when they put their um, uh, financials out uh, later. And they'll also be declaring the dividend uh, in September as well. Yeah, look, I mean, the stock's off 8.5p this morning at 233p, and it's actually unchanged for the year, which when you think we've been in a commodities, you know, massive bull market is, is somewhat disappointing. You know, it's a great management team. They've got two good projects. Admittedly, the uh, Coonrad has a, a, a life, shall we say, that's starting to run out. Um, but what they need, of course, is a really good acquisition, um, which aren't easy to find, particularly with their, should we say, criteria, which are quite strict. Um, but a good acquisition would put a pound on the share price, I suspect. Um, yes, that's that's right. And now we've got such a strong copper market. Everybody's looking for copper projects, so they're not cheap anymore. Yeah, look, in my view, they need to actually go slightly out of their, their comfort zone, should we say, and... and uh, you know, something like a ferro alloys where Mick Davis came in would have been a fantastic project, I think, for them to um, get their hands on. Uh, but, uh, you know, a deal of that sort of nature um, would, I think, put a pound on the share price just like that. In the meantime, they are generating a lot of cash and the dividends will keep coming out and everyone's going to love them. But will the share price go up? Let's also make a small comment on uh, actually the uh, the chairman of central Asian metals uh nick clark is also um on the board i think he's chairman i can't remember exactly of caledonian mining which there's announced it's, it uh, may list on the victoria falls stock exchange um yeah. i mean caledonia actually most of its trade now is done i think on the otc market over in the us isn't it yes that's right uh 
And uh, they figure that uh, because they'll get an ex uh, going for an extra listing here will essentially uh, help cement their relationship with the Zimbabwe government because uh, the government is the sole purchaser allowed uh, for their gold. And of course, uh, in order to have proper cash flows, it's the liquidity on the uh, transfer of payments on the sale of gold uh, in US dollar terms. Uh, so uh, anything that they can do to cement that uh, uh, relationship uh, such that uh, the Zimbabwe government uh, uh, supports their transfers of payments, uh, the better. And it won't hurt to get some uh, exposure into Zimbabwe too for any kind of pension contributions that might and high net worth individuals in the country that might want to participate. And I wonder whether George Roach and his Premier African Mining will follow suit, uh, see if we can get liquidity even higher from the billions of shares that are traded every day. Yes, we'll see. It's a very small exchange, though, so there's not a whole lot of things to choose from down in Zim. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what else you got out there, Paul? We had the statement come out from back at Noralithium today uh, that uh, the Chinese government has cleared Gan Feng's purchase uh, or uh, opportunity to purchase the remaining shares of back in Nora. So, with that government consent, now the uh, other uh, thresholds. Uh, uh, or uh, will be attempted to be completed in due course. I guess the question that I have to ask you, Andrew, is is there going to be a counter bid or not, like retail, small retail investors uh, uh, would like to see? Well, unfortunately, I, I don't think there will be. I know small retail investors would like to see one. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to get one because Gangfeng are in a position of strength, um, be it right or wrong. But obviously, you know, Gangfeng were brought in at a time when uh, it was very difficult to raise money for this project and the resources sector was down in the dumps and back in were keen to get this project into a position where it could get developed and i think they did the right thing in fairness to the management uh, so i wouldn't be critical of the management at all uh, it's just a case of you know back when they they got into bed with gang Feng, retail and institutions were just not interested in this company it should have been okay that's we'll the see. price you pay yep that's right <laughs> Now, it's obviously changed a bit now, and obviously we're seeing retail and institutional investors getting very excited about, um, you know, the mining sector in general. Um, so it's gone a bit quiet over the summer. So, you know, that's the answer. If you, you, know, you either eat your cake when it's there or you don't. I'm not that's sure right. it's but there you go. Now, look, I'll tell you one I might just mention, by the way, and helium is an interesting one because helium, I'm never quite sure whether helium is, is oil and gas, and no one is, or whether it's mining. It sort of sits between the two, doesn't it? It uh, does, yes. It is more of a chemical, uh, essentially a natural chemical to be uh, extracted from uh, uh, gases and brines as opposed to any particular commodity itself. But uh, yes, Helium Ventures uh, is a, a, a SPAC that's uh, come to the Aquas market here today as well. Yeah, and we, we're big fans of the Aquas market. It's got great potential and London needs a competitive market, the London Stock Exchange, to really develop. So uh, well done Helium Ventures for going under that. Uh, also worth pointing out, uh, we released yesterday a really good video blog um, with Ironridge Resources. I think what what is interesting, and I'm pushing my own self here a little bit, but you know, I was asking some of the questions I think that others wouldn't ask because I was trying to dig and delve, should we say, into the future. Um, so I would recommend that people have a quick view of that video. There's some interesting questions I asked Vincent and some interesting answers. Um, and that's probably about it, isn't it, Paul? 
Yes, I think so. That was what I was going to mention too, as the Iron Ridge podcast yesterday. Very good. If you can hear a bit of a funny noise in the background, I apologise. It's my wife jet spraying uh, on a beautiful sunny morning down here in Cornwall. But on that note, I will speak to you again tomorrow, Paul. Very good. See you then.